Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And I'm Grace Duffy. And I'm back this week. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. Today, we have live video coach and experienced content creator, Kirk Nugent, on the show with us today. And we are going to cover the state of the industry when it comes to live streaming. We're going to talk about what businesses are doing right when it comes to live streaming. They've had plenty of opportunity to get started, but if you haven't gotten started, not too late. We're going to help you out today. We're also going to talk about what are the opportunities for innovations, for changes, for how you can best use your skills and your talents, plug them in, and especially with for us content creators, how we can make an impact with what we love to do. We're also going to talk about creating content that doesn't get lost because there's a lot of competition out there these days. We're going to talk about that, that about that today. And then we're also, mm-hmm. this is something very near dear to me, is how to be supportive of up and coming talent creators and support a diversity of talent, perspectives, people, when we create content, when we're building a live streaming strategy for brands, for ourselves, for anyone. So Kirk, how are you today? I'm doing well. I am doing exceptionally well. In fact, this is this is one of the first times that I've had an opportunity to use the restream payers link. So I want to say a word of welcome to the eight people who are watching on my YouTube and and who I don't know how many more are watching on my Facebook uh, page for how it all works. So this is really cool, guys. This is really cool. Yes. Uh, Excited to be here, man. Restream pairs, that's a it's a really a game changer that you can do that so Absolutely. easy for your guests. So yeah, big shout out to our friends over at Restream. So but I, I am so excited that uh, Kirk is here today. Uh, and if you don't know who Kirk Nugent is, well you're gonna find out because and you're gonna follow him everywhere because he's amazing. He is an expert <laughs> live stream coach and accomplished content creator who's reinvented how small businesses, entrepreneurs, and faith-based organizations reach the world, whether he's engaged on one-on-one training to help grow your business or captivating audiences through Amazon and CNN with his expertise as a product ambassador. Kirk's goal is to help organizations leverage innovation. As the host and producer of the show, How It All Works, which is amazing, by the way, he believes corporations, no matter what their size, should stop selling and start streaming and let the clients come to you. 
Kirk, thank you so much, man, for being here today. <laughs> listen, thank you so much. I, I listen. I've, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna clip out that piece of you reading my bio and just use that wherever <laughs> sure. I go from now yeah. on. That's that's absolutely awesome. <laughs> oh, thanks. And so uh, we've got Kevin saying, "Good to see you, Jeff C. Thank you, Kevin, for watching uh, over on LinkedIn. We need to connect again. We, it's been a while, but uh, appreciate you stopping by. Got some people over on YouTube saying, "Hey, hey, all!" And Clean yeah. Custom says, "Cool. Yes, this is going to be a cool show because Kirk oh, is yeah. the oh, captain yeah. of cool." So um, let's get started, Grace. We'll just start with this first section and just start rolling because I know we're going to have a lot of questions. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have, I'm talking to the audience, if you have struggled with going live or coming up with a streaming strategy for your brand, personal brand, company brand, what have you, drop your questions in the chat here. Kirk is the expert. I know we do this every week, but he is the expert. He is a coach. He does this. He does. He helps you do this. So drop your comments or questions as we uh, break down today's show. But I want to start off today with live streaming, state of the industry. Live video has changed how people connect and how we engage with live events, everything from Copping on a Zoom call, gaming, concerts, conferences, live shows like we're doing here, and also real-time updates from our favorite creators across all of the platforms these days. There's so many streaming options. Of course, our sponsor here at the show, Ecamm, who is allowing us to not only have these amazing graphics, but also bring this show to you wherever you are. Of course, there, there are so many tools. Ecamm is our favorite. Uh, we have, but there's styles, setups, formats, platforms, so much more. And the live streaming industry is not slowing time any slowing anytime soon. I have some stats I wanted to share. <laughs> the global streaming market is predicted to reach 247 billion with a B billion by 2027, which is not that far off. I believe that's one of my kids' graduation dates, actually. <laughs> uh, that is from uh, Venmo. That's a, they, this is Venmo, uh, no, excuse Vimeo's research, Vimeo. Sorry. And then research has also shown that mid-tier influencers, so people, this is surprising to me, uh, with an average of 500 to 5,000 viewers per live stream, which is a lot for some people getting started, but it's pretty mid-tier, right? They're generating over 40% of all live stream views across Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, speaking of Amazon-owned Twitch, the platform is mostly synonymous with streaming, uh, gaming and stuff, but like hosts there are, there's more than 10 million ch- channels there, just just one platform. And then of course, Amazon Live, we're coming off a two-day prime, I would say, event, but I'd call it a bender, actually, So, which I know Jeff wants to talk about. I'm not bender. going to step on his coattails because he wants to talk about this. I'm going to let him do that. But Kirk, as someone who works very closely with small yeah. businesses, entrepreneurs, and I love this part, faith-based organizations, faith-based entities, what mm-hmm. are businesses doing right when it comes to live streaming these days? What are they doing right What they're doing right is, of course, getting in the game, right? One of the things that is really critical in business is creating a two-way conversation. One of the the ways that we uh, gauge pushing a platform or a particular product or a particular brand is by how they engage with their community. Um, there were some brands, I don't want to name them, that that had products that were out there, services that were out there, but you couldn't get in touch with them. You 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 got the the uh, the, the obligatory customer service uh, line in another country somewhere with a thick accent person that you could not really get any assistance from. You did not have any way for to to hear from them in terms of a a, a I don't know like a town hall meeting or something like that. Those 
that kind of access that people are, are giving giving their audiences, let's say like a Canva or even uh, some of the other pl- uh, platforms that we know that are out there that give have create that feedback loop that allows them to not only iterate, right, to take their product and innovate and, and, and add on functions and features that their audience is telling them this is what we would like to see it do. But also you you don't have that real person uh, effect. Mm. The, the, the thing for a lot of us is, OK, I see Microsoft and Microsoft is this massive, huge brand and we know Windows and we know Apple. But is there a person that we can identify is there a, is it's because that person is just like me and you. Microsoft as a brand isn't, but that person is very much just like me. Put, put, they put on their pants one leg at a time. They they have to sleep at some point. They they have to eat. You know, these are human needs that we all have. And 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 that human component is what brands are capitalizing on by utilizing live streaming taking their pro their 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 idiosyncrasies their perfections their imperfections and showcasing them to the world allowing people to experience their, their what I call the secret sauce which is them right mm-hmm. every behind every brand behind every product behind every uh, piece of gear or equipment there are people and those people there's something special and unique about them that makes that product special and unique and the, a lot of times that's the selling point for said product so what are brands what are companies businesses doing well they're at taking advantage of the fact that we're not just this huge conglomerate we're not this huge machine we're made up of people and when you when you live stream you can't live stream uh just the brand itself you have to live stream people and so the people are going to laugh with the folks in the audience they're going to have these inside jokes they're going to begin to create community there's going to be this two-way conversation that's happening and that is how brands are taking advantage of live streaming um I love the fact that you included the faith-based piece. There's this huge part for me, right? It's, right. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's us, utilizing this for for people of faith to be able to get out there, and it's it's really challenging folks to to recognize that um, taking taking your church service and streaming it is, in my opinion, the lowest bar for entry right. uh, in terms of faith-based entities that want to utilize live streaming and and, and these platforms uh, for success. That is the lowest bar for entry, lowest. What we really need is people of faith who are content creators. Uh, and to be clear, if you want to you know, qualify that and you're trying to say to yourself, am I a content creator? Do you create content? Uh, have you ever written a paragraph? <laughs> have you ever posted a picture? Have you ever you know, recorded a video? Um, if, you, if you've done any of that, but listen, if, have you ever cooked a meal? <laughs> have you ever <laughs> given a speech? You are a content creator because those, all of those things are content. And so what we need is people of faith who are content creators to share things that are useful Right. That answer a question. But they can infuse their faith faith into it. I think the major mistake I know you didn't ask this yet, but the major mistake that brands are doing, and especially people of faith are doing is they're not infusing. They're not answering a question. Uh, alongside whatever it is and that they're they're looking to offer. <clears throat> Let's say you're, you're a brand, you want to sell your service. Okay. What can you give to your audience that is free that will allow your audience to do said thing? This is the issue you have. This is the answer to the issue. 
try to solve that problem for the person without asking for anything. Mm. Solve that problem for the person and don't ask for anything. Because after you solve that problem for them, there is something that, you know, that that's indelibly impressed upon the mind. Like I went to so-and-so's channel. I had this issue. I was able to get that thing solved. I moved on with life, but something is, is saved, you know, (laughs) something is, 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 is we, we, we capture it. We, 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 we hold on to it and you will come back later saying, I wonder if there's any other solutions and is there any way I can give back to this person, to this entity? Uh, this is the the live selling piece, which I like to call live solving. And I, I know I need to shut up at some point and give you get you guys back on screen. <laughs> no, no, but, no, you're going. No, it's all about you, man. The, 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 the whole concept of live selling is live solving. Mm, that's good. I'm just trying to sh- share with you how I solved an issue for me. And if you have that same issue, guess what? Here's the solution. And it happens to be in the carousel below. Go ahead and click the link and add to cart. Uh, this is really the whole, this is the whole crux of the entire thing here. It's, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be complicated. Right. Especially when you pull from your lived experience. And, and, and this is where a lot of the things that I get a chance to work with, I, I work with a lot of coaching clients. Some of them are faith-based, some of them are not, some of them are businesses, some of them are brands, some of them are coaches, authors, consultants. And they're saying, what is it that I need to share to build an audience? And I'm saying to these guys, what is your lived experience? Your lived experience is going to inform who you can who you have credibility with. As soon as I say to folks, I have OCD, an entire group of folks with OCD stand up and say, let me hold up. What's he saying? Because if he has what I have, (laughs) then whatever works for him may work for me. You see the point? Mm -hmm. But that's part of my lived experience. People think that these, these, uh, these limitations put you in a box. No, these limitations identify you as the expert for your audience. Mm hmm. They identify you as the expert for your audience. And so now it's just a matter of allowing the algorithms to catch the wave, right? Utilizing search engine optimization, tagging product description and and titles in a way that allow for the people who are searching for the answers to find you because you have these answers. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to shut up now. No, that's that's great. So (laughs) I want to, we've got a ton of comments and some questions, but I want to to I'm going to call up some of these questions. So everyone is like, yay, high-fiving you over the internet. Yeah. Wi-Fi high-five for you. Great idea. Solving the problem. Don't ask for anything. There's a question about our background setup, which we will talk about in a, little bit, uh, yeah. in a minute when we yeah. talk about our, our uh, how we're doing it. It's magic, guys. It really no. is. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, there, let me see. If it, and then you said... Roderick is saying Kirk is bringing it once again, dropping golden nuggets. I love that. So absolutely. So, yeah, I I love I want to bring up Kevin's. He says I'm amen to that when we're talking about the faith based stuff. Um, I do a lot of faith based stuff, too. And I'm so glad, Kirk, that you brought that up because I've I heard this saying and I love it. It says, you know, the church can do anything the rest of the world can do only 10 years later and worse. And, uh, yes. <laughs> and, I, yes. and it feels that way. And I'm so glad you're stepping up and helping that because they, it, a lot of them have a message and they didn't bring it out, but they, they really struggle with it. And I think COVID helped, you know, move that, you know, leaps and bounds because everybody was scrambling to go online. Yeah. But I, I appreciate what you had to say about this. Um, also, no, um, yeah, so many people have, 
have great uh, and Chris Stone says yes live solving not selling is the key. Yeah, I, so, I borrowed that from Chris. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. He's he he practices what he preaches to. Um He does. And, he really does. And we had that question about what we're using, how we're making this thing up. Um, it's with uh, our friends over at Ecamm. So one of the cool things is, and I'm going to put a little commercial here now. You can find us at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. They sponsor the show, but they just did a leap into podcasting, which talks yes, about did. video podcasting, which is what we're doing right now. And you can actually go get the replays if you go to merch.ecamm.com. That you buy one of the guides, they have a physical one or a, a digital one, and you can actually yeah. see Grace and I speak, Kirk speaks. I mean, you're seeing yeah. how much knowledge he's dropping right now. Um, if you yeah. want to go back and watch the replays of that, make sure you go to merch.ecam.com, pick that up. I think you get like three years of their leap yeah. Um, yeah. kind of backlog. So uh, backlog, it's right? Totally worth it. So go check them out. Um, and if and you're I, interested I, in I doing, spoke, I spoke. Oh. Go I spoke with the previous year as well. Yeah. And so both of those videos are all available on that link that they just put up there. Go ahead, Grace. Oh, I was going to say, like, if you want to know how to produce your own live show like we're doing here, Jeff and I did a whole presentation on getting amazing guests such as Kirk and how we run the show. <laughs> and we put it all out there. I put the entire um, our, our, our run of show and then our templates that we send to the guests and everything Kirk can attest to. It, this is exactly what we use. So if you are looking to launch a live show for yourself, we have all the tools for you there. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Before we move on to this next question, I want to bring up once again, Chris Stone. He says, I learn something new every time I watch and listen to Kirk Nugent. This man is the real deal. So if you're just joining us, uh, you want to bookmark this. You want to follow uh, Kirk everywhere because uh, he is amazing. The question I have for you, Kirk, is like, talk about it. What are some areas of improvement and innovations you've seen in the live streaming space? In other words, how can you know we use those tools to put our best skills and service to work as content creators or remote producers like yourself? Because I know you do a lot of remote producing as well. So talk about that a little bit. Uh, one of the things I love about um, what I do, right? one of the things I get to do, and, and, and most people will know this if you follow my channel, I not only show you how to use some of these streaming platforms, and I show you how to use all of them, right? So, I, I, and, and that's one of the things that has, has kind of set me apart uh, because right now what I have is a backlog of other platforms saying, how, how can we have you protest our product? Mm -hmm. And what that also gives me is it gives me insight into um, being able to provide feedback to have effect and impact impact on the end product that we all consume, right? So, I, I get a chance to chat with the ecams and the streamyards and the EV mucks and the in events and all these different people and platforms and services that we could use to stream and share with them. Hey, well, have you thought about this? Because from a remote produ producer standpoint, we we probably stream more often than your normal average live streamer because uh, when, even when I'm not live, I have live streams for clients. Right. And so it's, it, you know, you have this, this compounding effect. Of course, Chris Stone does some of this as well. I think, uh, Jeff, you guys do some of this mm -hmm. as well. And, and so, uh, what, one of the things that is, is in, in terms of tools that we need to be, I guess, mindful of is how we are engaging with, with one another. Um, we cannot be overstated or it, it, it's not just a one way street. Mm. Um, when you create a video and post it on social media, the only place that you can engage with your audience or with the people who like that video or don't like the video, the only way you can engage with them is by uh, 
talking to them in the comments or by them hitting the like button or them by not hitting the like button, right? Or them not watching the video, right? This is the only kind of feedback. This is the only kind of conversation we have. For uh, those who want to be successful at this live streaming thing, you've got to recognize that your live video, like we're doing right now, is not a produced video. So you got to leave leeway and latitude in your live schedule to be able to engage directly with those who are with you live right now. <laughs> like Clean Custom says, what's the best Ecamm demo to showcase its features? I can't answer that right this second, but the fact that I can see it allows me an opportunity to let Clean Customs know, I see you, I see your comment, you are having impact on this entire experience. In fact, this experience, when people watch it back, they're not just watching it for Jeff, Kirk and Grace. They're watching it for those that showed up in the comments. It's like having a third, well, another member or guest on team. Even when I do my solo series where I'm live by myself, I do them live because people who watch the replay want to see my audience come in in the comments. They want to hear that feedback. They, oh, when so-and-so asked this question, when Andrea Balligan asked that question, when Roderick Sartor had this comment, that was my comment. Mm. You, you get my point? And mm -hmm. so this is, this is the ultimate cheat code. I mean, I don't, if, I could, <laughs> if I could, you know, highlight one particular thing that is like, you know, live streaming, you know, gold is you have to utilize the audience. It's like uh, it's like having it's having an instant feedback loop. It's having uh, a cheerleading section. Um, it's it's like having uh, your checks and balances in place. They'll tell you that when your mic is muted. I mean, <laughs> you've got to utilize your audience. I can't. Tell you, I mean, I had a I had a client and he streamed for uh, forty five minutes and got offline. He had about 15, 16 people watching him the whole time he was muted. <laughs> oh, he never looked at the comments. He never looked at the comments. Oh, Everybody was telling him, we can't hear you. He never looked at the comments. He just kept on going. You've got to plug in, keep, have space for your comment section. And, and here's the, 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 the next layer of that hack is um, if, if you are not conversational, then that is probably the skill you would want to play up the most. Uh, being able to have a comment come in, it's like having a family to bounce things off of with, right? It's just clean cups <laughs> to just being able to see that, bring it into the conversation while still continuing to deliver on the value proposition that you said you were going to deliver on because all of it is a conversation from the title of the show, stop selling, start streaming, right? That's the title of the show from the description to the date and time we said we were going to go live. All of this is a two-way conversation. So when we don't go live on time, what we're saying to the audience is, I'm not really serious about what I told you. When I don't deliver on the value that I said I was gonna deliver on in the title of the show, then I'm also saying to the audience, I'm not really serious about even the metrics that brought you into this space mm -hmm. uh, because you were searching for a particular item or searching for a particular solution. I'm not serious about that. It's all a conversation. But I'm also not being serious if I'm not paying attention to those who are giving of their number one commodity. And that's their time. Uh -huh. The number one commodity, the, the, the stats that Grace read off in the beginning where she's talking about all these things about live streaming. 
Those stats are because people give more time to live than any other form of video content. Right. More time is spent on the live. I don't know if it's FOMO. I don't know what it is, but they spend more time on live than any other form of video content. So that to me is the absolute ultimate hack. And I know I'm. I'm no, you're good. So no, I absolutely. want to pull up Chris Stone's comment. He goes, "I see you as gold." Kirk did a great job on treating his his guests like this and uh, yep. having them in your home. It resonates with me constantly, and that's why we love yeah. doing live video. And you're preaching right to us because we love our community. Like Chris is here almost every week, and other people come, and that's what makes it special. Otherwise, just upload a YouTube video. I mean, that's what I love exactly. about live video. And there's no other platform that allow you to go this way. No other. Every, exactly. anywhere across the um, you know the world and we've got this television studio in our pocket it's just amazing all right sorry grace i'll let yeah. you go i had to just, oh no i was gonna I call out there. rich i was gonna call out the comment from rich graham he says keg kirk nugent is a worker so right. and i actually <laughs> ran into rich in Love real it. life here in the oh, dallas cool. area this week so you know these are oh, real awesome. people you know like we ran into each other like at an event totally unrelated to anything that we do here i was tagging along with a friend actually for her thing and uh and so these are real people that you're connecting with real but people. um <laughs> we're having yeah. we're having church right now a uh, live stream church is what chris says we need to pass the plate we should have a virtual plate we could uh, what it is. yeah you can donate <laughs> That. Should I put up my Venmo account? Like, like that's our plate, so, y'all. It's all yeah. going to a good cause. Like, it's all to feed Jeff. That's it's right. All to feed and Jeff. Oh, my you need word. a lot of that for for Jeff. Um, <laughs> so, Jeff. Oh, go ahead. Go ask your question, Grace, because that's one of the things I think it's, it ties right into you know this show. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So your this is in your bio. You say uh, corporations, no matter their size, should stop mm -hmm. selling and start to name of the show. We took it right from there and let the yeah. clients come to you. Right. You've given yeah. us some beautiful examples of what yeah. this looks like in real time. But let's talk about how you sell this to companies. And I ask this because I'm always on the company side. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we're all. I'm going to speak for companies here, corporations. We're all primarily very impatient to sell. And it's hard to like think about like, okay, well, it's going to take time to build an audience. Like, but we want to sell now. You know, they're, they're very tied to uh, performance metrics, so it speaks. So yeah. tell us how you sell this into companies who are primarily impatient to sell. Oh, this is this is this is good. <laughs> I'm almost giddy with this question. Here's 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 the truth. Here's the truth, everybody. Um, people say, you know, you have these different learning modalities. OK, some people are very, you know, conceptual. Um, but here's here's those learning modalities are all over here. You know, I personally am a visual learner. I need to see it in order for it to really stick. Um, I know that's not everybody. But those modalities, let's put them off to the side for a second. How people buy, how people buy is not conceptual. It's very much experiential. It's very much physical. And so what, what, I, what I feel like companies have not been able to tap into is the fact that with live streaming, you can actually create an experience a curated experience for your audience to make a decision to buy. And, and, and so that is the cheat code. So that I'm just giving you that as, as a kind of overarching. So now let's kind of dig in a little bit here. Um, understanding where your target audience lives. So that's going to determine where you're spending your time and effort and ad spend. Uh, that's, you know, geofencing, all of those different pieces that come up, go along with it. It's, it's, 
some people think it's just, oh, I just need to go live. And no, 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 no. It is a it is a work of if progress as well. And, and there are ways to do some hacks to make it quicker. But for most of the companies that I've worked with, they already are in some of these spaces. They've already identified where their target audience hangs out, frequents. Um, so now all, of, all we've got to do is add a couple of pieces uh, and I'll give you a couple. So one of them is go into those, some of the, some of those spaces, whether it's a Facebook group, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on, uh, uh, you know, it, it, you know, business, businesses need to be on TikTok and Instagram these days as well, even though it's not as defined, but you go into some of those spaces to, to join the conversation. So number one, join the conversation. I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm trying to get conversation around my post. Hold on. First, join the conversation, join a conversation that is already going, that's already trending, that's already working. Join the conversation and add your voice. Join the conversation and add your voice to the conversation. Now, when your voice is in that conversation, you get a chance to not only answer questions, but ask questions. Let me be clear. Asking questions sometimes is more critical then answering. Let me tell you why. You go into a Facebook group. You put in the Facebook group, hey, how do I do X, Y, Z? Okay. I'm asking the question, how do I do X, Y, Z? All right. Now there's generally speaking underneath that post is going to be, I'm getting so excited right now. I'm trying to, make <laughs> my face to bring it back. There's going to be people that are, are, are going to post, you know, TTP, they're going to have, somebody's going to post a little finger like this. Somebody's going to post a thumbs up. Somebody's going to post the term following. Do you know why they're doing this? Do you know why no, all those us. people are posting? Those people are not trying to answer your question. Those people want to follow the post right. because you have created a space where the solution can be found. Uh -huh. You have created, I want to say that one more time for somebody. Yes. You, by asking your question, have created a space where the solution can be found. So I'm just, listen, folks will come on your question and tag others. We were just talking about this. I don't know what the answer is, but I'm just following. And then finally, someone will come and come with the answer. Let's say that's you. Let's say it's not you. Irrelevant. They were not following the person that provided the solution. They're following the person that created the space. Mm. They followed the person that created a space for them to get the answer. And this is what it's about. You want to be able to be known as the person who's creating the space for you to find solutions. Those are the folks that people follow. Do I have all the solutions? No, but I create space, right? Jeff and Grace bring me on the show. Do they have all the solutions? They've got plenty, but they bring me in because they've creating space for their audience to find solutions. Businesses, brands, coaches, authors, consultants, uh, uh, businesses of medium size, small sizes, it doesn't matter. Create spaces for people, particularly your target audience, to find solutions. And one of those solutions should be your product. And the information and the feedback that you get from these spaces that you're in, engaged in should find their way and should have impact onto your solutions, to your services, to the product that you're selling. Those, the way that I sell my course, the way that I do all the things that I do is informed by all the things I'm learning by the spaces that I exist in. So you go to those spaces and you, you don't necessarily create for yourself. You join the conversation. Once you've joined the conversation, 
you are now free uh, to be able to share with folks, hey, we have this over here. I know several of you talked about this. Listen, it's a cheat code. I can now know exactly what my next 20 shows will be because I've been spending time in the spaces, in the conversations, listening as a fly on the wall almost uh, to all of the people who I want to solve problems for talk about the issues that they have in various different forms and ways. So now I've got my list of 20 shows. I can now start advertising those. I can put ad spend behind them confidently because I know that these are the issues that the people are suffering with. And when you write that thing out, your description, uh, the title for the show, you, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. People are looking at that thing saying, it's like, it's like, it's like they were looking over my shoulder as I was dealing with this issue. As Diana Gladney likes to say, your content should be the, the medicine, right? The prescription, I should say, for the issue that whatever your, your audience has to deal with. And so anytime people come to the web, they're like, hey, I have this issue. Oh, here's the prescription. And the prescription is you. It's, you. it's your content. It's your service. It's your solution. And they get that solution and they solve their problem and they go on their way. Creating a steady stream of referral-based opportunities. I don't like to say income because sometimes the opportunities may be opportunities to speak on other people's platforms. Sometimes it's an opportunity to share your solution in different places and ways and venues. But most of the times they always lead to some kind of income if you set it up right. That's awesome. I, I want to go back really quick to what you said, because I think that's a big thing for a lot of people when they first get started. You talked about being the prescription for mm. you know what ails them, what problem mm -hmm. they have. And a lot of people freak out because they think, I'm giving all this content away for free, they're not gonna buy from me eventually. And one of my favorite guys, Jay Bear used to say, you know, just because they have the recipe doesn't make them a chef. And I love doesn't that. And, and, and I think that's exactly the point you're making. It's like, and, and I know that was when I first started, I'm like, I, I'm telling them all my secrets, they're, gonna, they're not gonna ever buy my services. And that's just yeah. totally yeah. not true what you just said about bringing people on and, and put in, and joining those groups and showing value is so, so key. So, uh, you know, I had a, I had a, I had a financial advisor. Uh, I was doing a show for him. He didn't want to be on the show. He, he didn't think he was good at, at video. He didn't think he was good on camera. Um, he didn't think he had the right background. He didn't think, you know, the guy just was not, didn't want to do this thing. And I, I talked him into just doing a 20 minute Q and a section in the show. He had a bunch of other speakers. I talked him into doing 20 minutes. So he came on, he did his 20 minutes and he had his spiel prepared and he was just going to talk for 10 of those. And if there was no questions, he was just going to kick it to the next person. He assumed it was just going to go like that. Five minutes into his you know, prepared presentation, somebody asked a question, which I put on screen. And I had to actually private message him because he wasn't paying attention right, right. to the screen. Yeah. Once I finally got his attention and he saw the question, he's like, oh, I got a question here from my producer. Um, I guess it's not from the producer. It's from one of you guys. OK, let me read this question. He reads it. And it's <laughs> I wish <laughs> you could see it on his face that he had shifted from being on camera to just being in a regular consulting session, sitting in his office one-on-one -on -one with this person. You could see it as he's reading the question with no notes for the next 15 minutes, he outlined a five-step plan for this person to optimize what they were doing with their money. And by the time he reached the fourth step, the chat lit up with, how do I get this man to manage my money? I want him to manage my money. I want him to manage my money. I want him to manage my money. 
by the time the show was done, he comes back to me and he's just like, oh, my God, that was phenomenal. I know. right? <laughs> not just from I want to be clear, not just for the sake of all of these leads that he now has. He enjoyed it because he enjoys what he does. Being live allows people to experience the secret sauce, which is you. There's something that happens while lies when there's no notes, when you could not have prepared because I didn't send you this question ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So when people see that there is an authenticity, I, I don't need the taste test. You know, the people who give you the, the, the one uh, orange chicken nugget in the, in the mall <laughs> and trying to get you to buy the whole plate. I don't need the taste test because I've seen it and I want that level of enthusiasm I want that level of, of expertise to work for me. Yeah, I'll buy the whole orange chicken plate. That's oh. how easy I am. So we got food <laughs> in here is, again. So I'm going to tell you that that is so true because I've had to bring people on to for live shows, not just on this show, but on others. And you get them talking about what they're passionate about. And um, one of the things I do as, as, as the co-host and producer of this show is that I really dig into people's, like, what have they talked about last? What have they posted about on LinkedIn? You know, get into what are they the, what is it that's on the tip of their tongue and once you mm -hmm. do that like people just go of course that's not a problem they for us go. on the show right they just go right and like um but speaking of which there's actually a question that ties into a show that you recently did and i know that because i do my homework uh this okay, is actually on. a two-part show uh, there's two-part question so okay so we'll I'm going to ask you the whole thing and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it each because I think there's two issues at hand here. So uh, KMH family has this to ask. They, she says, uh, we have been wanting to do a live stream for a while. We just need to stop trying to be perfect and just go live. Question number one. Number two, because I know you just did a show on this. Uh, question mm -hmm. number two, she says that uh, I guess their daughter is turning 16. And so one of uh, their worries is about spammers in the comments and controlling that, which I know is a big issue for uh, anyone online, but that is a big issue that comes yeah. up when I'm speaking to other women that go live, such as myself. So of course I have a really great audience and a great community here. I don't have to worry about that, but I understand the internet is wild. So let's talk yeah. about being perfect and let's talk about controlling those comments, Kirk. Okay. Um, are we ready? Are we ready? Yeah, ready. You're not, I'm, I'm like, you're not I'm putting be, my mute on now. Okay. You, you are not going to be perfect. No one's perfect. So I, I and, and I know that that's not helpful, right? So, so to somebody, it's like, I know I'm not going to be perfect. No, here's, here's the truth. It's not just that you're not going to be perfect and that you shouldn't strive for it. Nobody wants to watch perfect. This is one of the hacks that I tell people. You want to answer a question. You want to be consistent. You want to be vulnerable. And the vulnerable piece is the imperfection. The people don't resonate with what's perfect. They resonate with what's real. They resonate with the fact that there's, you know, uh, some dirty laundry right here on the side of my, my desk because in their home, there's dirty laundry. <laughs> they resonate with what's real. Here's the clue. I said this earlier. It's not a produced show. A lot of us are approaching social media, YouTube, these platforms as if you're watching your favorite sitcom where they did 50 to 100 takes for a five second scene. We don't want that. Your audience does not want that. They don't want perfect. They want real. 
Give people real every single time. This is the reason why there are viral videos with somebody holding a, a phone up and it's shaky. You can almost, you just barely see what's going on. But because the person was sharing from a real vulnerable place, it went viral. It went viral because people see themselves in that. You can't see yourself in, per in perfection. You can only see yourself in what's real. And, and as a believer, there are none that are perfect. So I'm just going <laughs> to posit that out there. That's good. But the, 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 I just wanted to kind of head that one off. KMH family, I think you're already there. You're already there. You're already there. You just need to hear that in five, six more times. You're already there. And so only other piece that I want to share with you is don't make a problem of something that might happen. Don't try to prepare for a problem that, of, that, of something that might happen now. Don't don't let that that potential issue stop you from doing what you know you can do now. There are a ton of things you can do to mitigate the risk of some of those troll type comments. You can you can grab uh, this list that Diana Gladney put together. Maybe you guys have one as well. It's it's uh, keywords that you put in on YouTube that basically kills that comment. I have a client who has subscriber only mode turned on for comments section on, on his YouTube. Um, in fact, he has not only subscriber only mode, you have to have been subscribed for a particular amount of months before you can chat. And not only does he have that turned on, he has slow mode turned on, meaning you can only comment once every couple of minutes. <laughs> so what I'm saying is don't let those issues don't let that the, the fear of, OK, what are people going to say? Stop you from doing what you know you need to do. Here's the critical piece. And every anybody who is passionate about what they have to share would agree with me on this. If there was just one person who was listening to this show today who decided I'm going to take what I know I have and share it with the world because of what I said, I would consider myself successful. What that means to me is even if my video only has 15 views, I'm still successful. Yeah. <laughs> even if my video has, even if my people did not watch for long periods of time, it's still successful. Identify what your metric is for success. And if your metric for success outweighs the quote unquote real or perceived risk of these trolls, then I think you need to go live today. Mm -hmm. Because there's somebody out there that needs to hear what it is you are speaking about. Like that's going to be the make or break moment for them when they hear you say what you have to say. That that's going to be the, the game changer for them. That's the part. That's the reason why I speak the way that I do. That's why they call me the geek speaker preacher, because I get really passionate about this part. Your why cannot be a number or a count. It cannot be celebrity or fame. It cannot be going viral. Your why has to be something internal. It's gotta be something at your core. That's why when that financial advisor started talking, I was like, there it is. <laughs> that's what I experienced with him in the office. And that's one of the reasons I said to him, you should do live. Cause he, 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 he lives it, he breathes it. And if that is you, you owe it to your audience yet to be formed to get started today. See, this is why we have Kirk Guys. on because I—it's just all this mic drop uh, stuff. I'm gonna, I told I'm you, Grace. I told you. I'm gonna—I'm gonna pass the plate now. Okay, <laughs> right. I feel like I was just at church. I'm gonna yeah. pass the plate. It's gonna be my Venmo. 
don't ask questions. Just, just, so, just <laughs> so Chris says real, perfect. Perfect is boring so much. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and uh, KMH family says, you know, laughing out loud that it's one of my biggest things I say is no matter no one is perfect, but it's hard because the OCD hits 10 times. I get that too. In fact, I, my friend, um, Ian Anderson Gray, who has been on the show quite a few times, he's a confidence coach for live streaming. And even this morning, I'm like, man, I'm just not, feel, I just feel like I'm comparing myself to others. And he, of course, encouraged me. And so having a, a community too, like I have Chris yeah. in, the, in the audience and Jim and, and, and Grace and having that helps as well. So I'm excited to see what you're going to do, KMH family, and uh, look forward to seeing your live videos that you're going to put out. Um, one thing Dan uh, Kelston says over on LinkedIn, he goes, when you join the community, please, for the love of all that's, you know, whatever, socially acceptable, <laughs> don't barge in like so many of the aggressive sales folks here on LinkedIn. Patience is a virtue, but she won't yeah, always wait. So true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So. So true. All righty. We got, this is, I'm just having so much fun with this show. So, but we're going to move on to, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, we really can't just state, you know, talk about the state of um, what's going on of live streaming without the platform. So real quick, back to the news. YouTube first experimented with this live streaming uh, in the late 2000s with a U2 concert for, of all things. And then in 2009, and then there was a Q&A with Barack Obama in 2010. And they officially launched YouTube Live in 2011. Can you believe it's been around that long? But anyway, uh, and Facebook rolled out in 2015 and was very mobile first. And then we had Meerkat and Periscope, mm -hmm. all this stuff. Now we have Instagram Live, TikTok, LinkedIn Live, Amazon Live, tons of you know events, learning, and conference platform. And now podcasting, which we've been talking about for a while, has a video component. So yep. I want to know, Kirk, how you balance all these live video destinations. For example, you know, multi-streaming. We talked about Restream Pairs, which is a great thing. Ecamm, who is our sponsor, being able to go, you know, all these different places and pull up comments and seeing that, oh, it's from LinkedIn, it's from YouTube, all that stuff. Um, yeah. But going everywhere, what is your thoughts on multicasting versus just being where your people are? So talk to us a little bit about that. I am on the side of being where your people are. I am very much on the side of, in fact, you know, you guys sent me the restream pairs link and I was thinking to myself, mm, is this, is this going to be, and I took a look at the title, took a look at the questions you were asking. I was like, yeah, this is perfect for my audience. This is what I, what I teach all the time. So yeah, let me absolutely. Now I'm telling you this. And I'm also, I also shared at the beginning that I, this is the first time I'm using the restream right. pairs link because a lot of times when I'm in, interviewed on a show, like, you know, one person says, Hey, I'd like you to come on and talk about being a third culture kid. Another person wants me to come on and talk about my experience, uh, you know, growing up in, in Florida, you know, uh, racial uh, conversation, stuff like that. That's not my, it's not my conversation. It's not my channel. It's not my topic area. Can I speak to it? Absolutely. And I take the opportunity to go on their show, but would I, would I put out, would I stream that on my platforms? No. And this is where I think it's you're it's not a robot. It's not a, a default thing. It's going to be a case by case scenario. Right. Every, you're going to have to look at your topic and your description and determine, is this something that I need to be streaming on all of the places uh, or just some of the places? Now, let me help you. YouTube. That's a default. So just just stream to YouTube, y'all. Y'all <laughs> stream to YouTube. OK, so that's a default. Just stop thinking about it. YouTube is a default. The other platforms, however, now need to start. Uh, you need to start having some 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 intelligent conversation. OK, so YouTube is here now. Am I streaming to LinkedIn? Is this a business related? And for Jeff and Grace, it absolutely is. Check. LinkedIn is now on the list. OK, 
Now, um, am I looking to speak to millennials, exennials? Uh, if I am, then Facebook, check. You see my point? Mm-hmm. If I'm looking to speak to now Alpha and some of these other generations, now I need to start looking into my putting my content on Instagram and TikTok and some of the other uh, platforms that are not as well known, but are already making a rise. So and then and then there is also the component of am I selling? Is there a component of what I'm doing right now that would help people to uh, uh, come to a solution? The reason why I got involved with Amazon Live wasn't necessarily because of the of the influencer program or the, the I should say the the, the payout. Right. Mm-hmm. I got in, involved because I was. I, I wanted to create an experience for audience members where I could speak about a product and then have them click it in the carousel. So it's the experience. The, the experience that you're, you're looking to create for your audience will determine what of these platforms you want to use. I am a proponent of utilizing many different ways to, 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 to get your content out there. I do a podcast that is not a video it's not a live show, uh, but it, it is recorded video. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris is a great example of this. So I had Chris on my podcast a couple of weeks ago and we recorded it in video. We recorded it in Riverside. We recorded it in video. And I put the audio version out on my podcast and then I take snippets for other social media. Now, sometimes the snippet is good enough by itself. But I always put a little link there that says, hey, go ahead and check out the full show if you're interested. Right. But you, this is the point I'm saying to folks is you always want to make sure that however you're engaging or whatever platform you're on, that it is a full thought. Um, nobody wants to. Again, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the teaser. I want to give people, yes, it's going to be 60 seconds or less, but I want it to be a complete thought. Like you can watch that 60 seconds and walk away and say, that was pretty cool. Now, if you, that does pique your interest. Now, I don't want you to just come over to hear the full show just because I left you hanging. So there, there's some there's some mm-hmm. give and take to this whole here are all the different audiences, here are all the right. different platforms, here are all different opportunities that are out here. Um, it is not a one size fits all. And I, I think you you do yourself a disservice by saying yes, stream to all or no, I'm just going to stream to YouTube. So. So I wanted to talk to you specifically. This is a question I thought of because I've, I've watched you for a while. I told you I stalked you for a long time. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you you did this thing, and, I, and Lurie Petrucci used to do something similar to this, but she, you started on Amazon, but you were streaming to, no, you started on YouTube, YouTube. and you were st- streaming on Amazon at the same time, but you said, hey, I'm going to kill the YouTube stream. You need to follow me over on Amazon, and we're going to talk about the products you know that mm-hmm. I just talked about. Can you One, I think that's genius. And two, talk about my, how now it seems to be more people are, are feel more comfortable when you ask them to migrate, you know, before it was always taught, like yeah. you stay on this and these are your people on YouTube. You don't do any of that stuff, but you've taken them and you are actually migrating them. Uh, talk about your strategy behind that and you know, how yeah. successful that yeah. is. Cause that's really interesting. It, it, there's, there's a couple different uh, strategies here. I, there are some streams that I do on Amazon that are Amazon only streams. Meaning if you weren't notified, then you won't, you wouldn't, you, if you're not following me on Amazon and you weren't searching for something on Amazon, you, you know, organically came into my audience and you wouldn't find me there. So I, there are some streams that I do that are specifically for that. And those streams are for building up the audience on Amazon. But I do, there are some streams that I'm doing that is for my YouTube audience, but I, I want to recommend to them and share with them these 
products and equipment that have solved problems for me. So I go live on YouTube. I do a quick what I call, you know, classes in session. Right, <laughs> so right. I have a, a bit of a presentation that I share and, and that is also for repurposing. Yeah. Right. So that, that video is going to get taken. It's only, it's going to live on YouTube for a day or two, but that is going to be taken down and my, my team will chop it up and we'll use that for different things. But, um, the rest of that video will continue on on Amazon. And so it is both a way of notifying the, my primary audience, which is my YouTube audience. I'm live. Yeah, you know Amazon's uh, notification system is just not 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 the greatest. Right. But I'm 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 notifying my primary audience. Hey, I'm live. Number one. Number two, the experience that Amazon has created is different. So I can highlight this item. You don't have to try and guess which one was he talking about. I'm looking at the same name, but there's 20 items here. No, 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 no. It's in the carousel. You can click the link. And you can have this. And, and so um, there there is there is some there's something to be said for that. And it, and one of the things I really like to do is make sure that there is a, a, a reward. Um, I do a lot of giveaways on my Amazon uh, show and those giveaways are requiring people to be following me on Amazon. So they would have had to come over anyway. There are shows there are some shows that you probably saw these, uh, Jeff, where I will do both the whole ex experience on both YouTube and Amazon. Uh, like what I was doing yesterday for Prime Day, I, I streamed it to both right. YouTube and Amazon for the entirety of the show. But even in those shows, you're still going to have to come over to Amazon to follow me in order to be eligible for the giveaway. So I think it's, it's again, it's one of those things where trying to do what's natural for people. But recognizing that I have already defined an audience in a specific space, I'm not trying to get them to move over to Amazon completely. They are my YouTube audience. I have an Amazon audience and, and they don't follow me on YouTube, to be clear. Right. But um, I do want to, to, to provide value to this particular audience on YouTube in an experience right, that Amazon only affords me. So. That's that's kind of my, my thinking behind that. But I'm glad that's, that you brought that up. That's, that's, that's awesome. Cool I think it's it, but it's being very thoughtful of what you're doing yeah. and and also repurposing content for both places, but being also very specific to what your end goal is. So I think that's very, very cool. I, I want to we're running low on time. We've got about five minutes left, but I see all of your questions like Alex. You had a great question over about uh, podcast uh, live. We're going to if we don't get them to during the show today, we'll make sure we uh, jump in and we'll try to answer those in the comments down below because uh, you guys are asking some great questions and we'll have to jump because we're everywhere and we got to go find them and, and answer them down below. So we'll try to do that this uh, this next uh, after we end the show up. But thank you guys for asking all these great questions. So many good points. I do want to bring up uh, Clean Customs because we've talked about them before on, on this show already. Sure. She goes, uh, he, whoever says, you've inspired me to go ahead and stream this weekend. I've been procrastinating. So yeah. our work here is done. Thank you so much. That's for, it. For, yeah, that's it. So right there. That's, that's it. it. We did We did it. But we did it, guys. Grace <laughs> will get mad if we do not let you ask uh, her question that she wanted to ask. So Grace, go, take it away. I did. So, you know, Kirk, as the world gets smaller, it's actually getting bigger. And we've seen so much mm -hmm. new talent coming through on Amazon, like you just mentioned, but TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, so many creators out there. I, I want to call them small creators, but they are not small creators, but creators that have such niche content that I never would have discovered if it hadn't been mm -hmm. for these platforms. And they're going live, you know, you're getting, they're, they're, you know, they're getting, they're getting out there, but I want to wrap up our show today by talking about <clears throat> how we can be more, I guess, 
it, it, like intentional about being supportive of up and coming content creators and support a diversity of talent. You, you talked about neurodiversity, which is a uh, something that is near and dear to my heart. Um, but, you know, so that kind of diversity, but also talent perspectives, people, you know, we've yeah. got this global audience here and we're serving global audience and, you know, you've served us gold today, but I want to talk about how we can be more supportive and finding, how can we find these up and coming content creators and support them in their journey as well? Yeah, man, I, this is, this is a big one for me as well. I'm, I'm a, yeah. a huge opponent of, 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 especially those that are starting out, right? Cause I know what yep. that, that experience is like, and you're, you are second guessing yourself. And again, this is one of the reasons why I coach who I coach because I've been there. I, I, it's my, it's part of my lived experience. Um, one of the, one of the people groups that I really focus on in terms of some of the coaching that I do, right. Is, uh, is, is, is service providers, um, People who uh, here's a, here's a great example of, of a CEO who's about to retire in a year or so who's trying to figure out his life. He has get this. He has no. This guy has been all over the world. He has spoken in several different countries on platforms and stages. Some people would only dream of being able to speak on. He does not have a social media presence. He does not have his own website. He does not. You, you get my point. Mm-hmm. There are people who are already like this guy. If he were to show up live today. He would have, you know, one, two, three, maybe 10, maybe, maybe less viewers, but he already has an audience. They just need to find him. I think there is a, uh, one reason why I share this, I think there are categories. There are the creators who are starting out there and they're starting out just today. And, 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 and I think, you know, there is something to be said for them. I, 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 I want them to be successful, but there are creators who are just getting into content creation, but they have a body of work. They have this huge, massive lived experience to bring to bear for those that they serve. Those creators, as, as uh, Walter Jeanette says, I'm not new to this, I'm true to this. You, <laughs> I'm, I've been doing this for a very long time. You're just new to me, hmm. right? So my subscriber count isn't necessarily an indicator of the value that I provide. And so one, one of the things that we, we have to do um, as platforms like you and, and platforms like mine is to help larger audiences understand <laughs> you could see somebody for the first time on social media and they can provide immense, ridiculous value. And so, so helping people to understand that part does create a space for people to not feel so intimidated about starting. I was talking to one guy who's like, oh man, I don't want to start off with a, with, with, you know, no, no subscribers. Let me just pay for, you know, maybe a thousand or so just to, I'm like, no, 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 that, I wish that was not even an option. Um, I, I really wish that wasn't even an option, but my, my, the reason why that is even a desire of theirs is because of the credibility piece. I, I mean, I, I, how do I, how do I present myself as credible with, with two subscribers? Well, you're new to this platform, you know, but you're not new to the content that you provide. You're not new to the, this, the, the, the experiences that you have lived through that you can share and bring to bear for your audience's benefit. Those are, ne- those are things that are not negotiable. And I think uh, the more we're able to highlight people like that, your show is a great example of that to be able to support new creators. Um, uh, the, and and the more we can push this idea that, <laughs> I mean, if you are a content creator and you do not consume content, uh, I'm not certain <laughs> how that's going to work out. 
Right. So, uh, no, I'm just, you know, I, one of the questions I love to ask people is how did you find me? How did you come into my ecosystem? How did you come to be on this live stream today? And there's a larger reason why I ask that because I, I constantly am I'm getting my audience members to think critically about the trajectory of their lives, their lived experiences, the, the way that their steps are ordered. And you, for those who are faith-based, you can kind of tell where I'm going here, but I'm constantly getting people to kind of see that you're, you may think you're the author of all that you've experienced, but you're not. Uh, and, and all of the things that you have experienced can be brought to bear um, to, for somebody else's benefit because your lived experience is your story. And your story is is what you have to share. And it's unequivocal. Nobody can argue with me about my story. We can argue about Android and Apple all day long, but you cannot argue with me about my story. Mm. You can't ex argue with me about my experience. And and because you are a unique, you are a one of a kind, there is no other like you on the planet, then your experiences and your stories are one of a kind too, which means you are the only one who can share your story. And when we get that kind of mentality out there, when that becomes pervasive, then there is no new creator, old creator, experienced creator, small creator, big creator, large creator. It's just people. Some decided to get on the creation content creation train early and others haven't. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll end with this last piece, though. One of the things I got a chance to say um, when we're looking, talking about live stream predictions, and of course, you know, this is we started off with the state of live streaming is um, both for brands, for businesses, for authors, coaches, consultants, and just for people. I want you to sink your teeth into the concept of your audience being a form of currency. Mm. Your audience can be the ticket to get you to play on certain playgrounds. A great example of that is Amazon. Somebody asked in the, in the chat, how do I get on Amazon? You got to have an audience. Yeah. You got to have an audience to be able to play on that playground. And I think we're going to see this become more and more relevant and prevalent across time. What's your audience size? How many people on your mailing list? What's your subscriber count? This is going to become a more and more of a question as we go along. Yes, we want to create an environment where everybody feels free to create. But the quicker you get into this space and begin to create an audience, the more you are able to sit at certain tables and in certain spaces and take advantage of the fact that you have an audience. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so just remember, everybody, you're unique, just like everybody else. So, um, <laughs> so you can, you can always tell when, like, you've taken me and Jeff's breath away because we come back and I'm just kind of like... <laughs> Oh yeah, we're 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 on but, the show. Okay, <laughs> so we've got to have Kirk on again because he's just amazing. Yeah. There's so much we could have talked about, so many more things, but um, he's just amazing. I can tell from your comments. Everybody's like, I love that. Uh, you can you already have the audience uh, they need. Just to f they just need to find you. That is so true. Uh, thank you guys for all your comments today. But Kirk, before we go, where can people yeah. find out about all things Kirk Nugent and uh, what you got going on? KirkRNugent.com. It's been on the screen multiple times throughout the show today. That's that's where it is. In fact, I like to throw this QR code up on screen just to let people know, like you can scan that you can uh, that'll take you to my digital card and you can uh, drop us an email. You can uh, um, um, give us a text message because our, our phone number is there as well. You can schedule a time. I like to offer this to people. A 15 minute uh, a 15 minute meetup is on my on my Calendly page, which is on this card right here that you can jump on and we can chat it up just to hear a little bit more about what you're doing. 
Um, a lot of people use that time to understand whether or not coaching is good for them, whether or not me being their producer is good for them. But whatever your questions or concerns, whatever that might be, listen, I, 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 I subscribe to the same uh, school of thought as what I've been talking about this whole time. I believe in providing value so that you know I have the value to offer, if that makes sense. Um, and and one, one, well, most of my clients would say, what we got when we hired you is exponentially more than what we saw you provide when you were online for free. So um, I, if, if, that, if that is a motivator to you, the card's right here on the screen. Um, definitely give it a scan. Check out some of the stuff we got. We got an ebook. We got you know YouTube channel. We got several other you know resources that are out there to help people with their live video journey. Um, whether you're a business brand coach consultant, it doesn't matter. But um, would love to be able to meet with you guys. And again, I want to say a word of thanks to Grace and Jeff for the opportunity to come on the show today. This has been phenomenal. I mean, it it has absolutely been a ton of fun. My audience has enjoyed it as well. I see 15 Good. people watching mm-hmm. over oh, yeah. on my on my page, which is absolutely awesome. And um, I've definitely listen. Anytime you guys are ready to have me back, I'm awesome. willing to come. So <laughs> oh, don't say well, that because it'll happen. It will happen, oh my, my God, friend. <laughs> are, I have I have booked guests on for a second show right. while we're on the show. That's so right. you just watch. Oh wow, and let's our, do it. We are also a podcast. So those of you listening to us as a podcast, that is Kirk K I R K R Nugent N U G E N T. So just go to his website. All that goodness that he just talked about will be there. You can find him. You can find his past shows. That and you know that's where I was digging in, like on topics for the show today and mm-hmm. things to talk to him about. So tons of amazing content there. So and you and, can find him on all the socials as well. And don't forget about our sponsor e, uh, uh, Ecam. They they were make the show possible that allows us to do this. Socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecam. And by the way, if you were, imp- I know you were. Impressed with Kirk. He was one of the panelists, along as Great and I, uh, doing training over on their leap into podcasting. They just had it. You can get the replays, like three years worth of their replays of their leap program, which is amazing. We had some questions about Ecamm. There's a lot of stuff that's covered inside of that. If you buy their uh, guide, which is a physical copy, or you can get a digital copy at merch.ecamm.com. That's merch.ecamm.com. You can have access to all that. So make sure you guys go check them out. Thank you guys so much for watch, watching. This was an amazing show today. Um, we had so much, so much great content um, from Kirk, and we, we appreciate all of you. Thank you guys for making the show what it is today. We appreciate you, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Social Media News Live.